Somebody say pro-family. Our families are under attack. Kailangan mag-fight back. Ang problema sa mga pamilya natin ay hindi blessing ni God. Andiyan na talaga ang pagpapala ng Diyos. Kung ikaw tinanggap mo si Jesus, you are not cursable. You're already in the blessing. Kasama ng pamilya mo to the third and fourth generation. The problem na meron sa mga pamilya natin kung bakit hindi nararanasan ng pagpapala ng Diyos is because of bad culture. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. First, cut out the bad culture. Kasi ang bad culture is eating up the blessing of God in your home. Selfishness is a bad culture. Unforgiveness is a bad culture. It's a bad culture to have utak poverty sa home. Shame is a bad culture. You give your best on Sunday, why not give the best also sa bahay? This is a bad culture. We gotta cut the bad culture out. Let's create a positive culture. Sajain ang culture of generosity. Be a giver and not just a taker. Honor up. Honor your parents. Honor the authority. And honor down. Honor your children. Expressed loyalty. Let's create in our homes a God-centered culture. Focus everyone in the right direction. Di pwedeng ikaw lang. Walang culture na na-established by one person. It's not about what level of maturity you're on. It's kung saan ka nakaharap. Repetition develops culture. Culture is also established by role modeling. Sabi ni Jesus, you are the light of the world. Bilang tagasunod ko, you'll be the salt in the family. Ikaw ang magsusupply ng lasa. Ikaw ang magpre-preserve ng mga kasama mo sa family. And as a light, you'll be the one to shine and speak up and pray and worship and help people to know Jesus and find their way back to God. Because when you change, everything changes. When you change your personal culture, it will help you to change your family culture. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Yan ang quotation ni Joshua, yung successor ni Moses. Sabi niya, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So, si Joshua pro-family. And yan ang ating theme for this year, pro-family. God is a father and he wants a family. And we are brothers and sisters in Christ. We want to be family to you. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, I want to be a family to you. Yeah, I want to be a family. Ang papag-usapan natin ngayon is about these three chairs. Okay? These are symbolic. Pero, ang tanong is, where will you sit with God? There are three generations that we're going to talk about. Ang first generation was the generation nila Moses and Joshua. Doon, naranasan ng mga people of God yung kakaibang himala ng Diyos. Sila ay mga alipin, naging alipin na ilang taon sa bansang Egypt. Pinapahirapan sila and they cried out to God. 
natandaan ni God or naalala na remember si God yung kanyang covenant kay Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. So sabi niya, I'm going to rescue you. So doon, naranasan nila itong generation, there was like two million. And naranasan nila yung uh, Red Sea, yung mga oceans na part, and nakalakad sila, tumawid sila on dry ground. Wala silang uh, pagkain papuntang promised land, pero God provided. Kahit nasa wilderness sila, siyempre walang restaurant doon, God gave them food, water, uh, clothing, protection. Sa gabi, may apoy sa kanilang uh, sa sky, nagbigay ng warmth, ng liwanag, para hindi sila lost sa kadiliman. And during the daytime, nung sobrang init sa desert, God provided a shade, mga ulap na nagbigay ng shade sa kanila. Imagine all of these miracles. Then when they crossed into the land, may mga higante sa city of Jericho, sa, pap- sa pamamagitan ng march-march lang, bumagsak ang walls of protection ng kanilang kalaban. And they have a victory after victory, uh, experience of miracles, of grace, of provision, protection, the presence of God. The love of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God. Ang ganda. So, naranasan nila si God. And they really got to know God. Hindi naman sila perfect. Marami silang palpak. Maraming beses na nagkasala sila. But they got to know God personally. And I hope na pag nabasa ka ng Old Testament and the Bible, you will see na Saan ba ako doon sa story na yan? Kasi ako ang child of God. Ako ang new Israelite. And I hope that you will all get to know God. Because in the first chair, this was the people, this is representing yung mga tao na sa first chair. And then, later on, yung mga anak nila, let's call them the second chair. And then, yung mga apo nila, or yung mga susunod na generations, sila yung, they represent the third chair. So, ito mga generations. If you look over in Joshua chapter 24, verse 14 to 15, Joshua told the people, okay, nakapasok na sila sa promised land, and kanyang-kanyang land, it was, it was going well. And Joshua told the people, worship the Lord, obey Him, and always be faithful. Get rid of the idols. Kasi may mga Diyos-Diyos and mga false gods in the land. Sabi ni Joshua, get rid of those. And then sabi niya, but if you don't want to worship the Lord, parang as if sa, sa Pilipino sasabihin niya, bahala ka sa buhay mo. Sabi niya, if you don't want to worship the Lord, then choose here and now. Will you worship the same idols your ancestors did? I won't. My family and I are going to worship and obey the Lord. Yan ang sabi ni Joshua. Sana may mga tatay dito ngayon na tatayo at sasabihin niya, I will not bow sa mga Diyos-Diyosan. Kilala ko ang tunay na Diyos. At as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Sana may mga kabataan na magsasabi, even before pasukan, you would say, I am going to serve God. Hindi ako papunta sa way of the world. As for me and my friends, we will, do, we will go to church. 
We will serve the Lord. We will be faithful. Mga, mga, mga young couples, boyfriend, girlfriend, sana tatayo kayo sa decision. As for me and this relationship, we will wait till marriage. We will commit our family, our future family to the Lord. Sana mga nanay, you would say, I will do everything so that me and my children, me and my husband, we will be faithful to obey the Lord. Yan ang utak first chair. Now over here in Joshua chapter 24 verse 31, mga ilang verses later, as long as Joshua lived, Israel worshipped and obeyed the Lord. There were other leaders old enough to remember those stories, those happenings, yung mga, yung mga kabutihan ng Diyos. And they remembered the things that the Lord had done. And as long, or as for long as these men lived, Israel continued to worship and obey the Lord. But over in the next book, Judges chapter 2 verse 7, the Israelites served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and the leaders after him. Those people, they, they saw and they knew about the great things the Lord has done. But in verse 10, it said, after that generation died, another generation grew up. Yung anak nila. And this generation who grew up did not acknowledge the Lord or remember personally the mighty things he had done for Israel. And eventually, makikita natin in Judges 17, verse 6, the next generations, yung mga susunod, yung mga sumunod sa generations, matagal na patay na si Joshua. And it says, in this time, in those days of Israel, they had no king, and all the people did whatever seemed right in their own eyes. Meron tayong tatlong chair dito. I don't know kung saan ka. Are you in the Joshua chair? Or yung next chair, it represents the, the elders. Yung mga may edad, yung mga galing sa panuhon nila, Joshua, Moses, and personally naranasan nila yung bagsak ng walls, yung nakatawid sila sa Jordan River. Tapos sila ay naranasan ng victories and yet pa-fade out na kasi nakihalo-bilo din sila sa mga cultures. Nakihalo-bilo sila sa mga ibang tao na ang priorities nila, hindi katulad ng priorities ni Joshua. So, this chair has wheels. Kasi pag ganun-ganun siya <laughs> And then, that's the elders. But are you also in the next? Could you be one of those next generation? Si Lola, si Lolo, sila yung talagang religioso. Sila yung laging nagpa-pray. Talagang admire ko yung mga, yung mga auntie na talagang very religious. Very, pero sa, pagdating sa'yo, parang hindi na parehas ang faith. So, ang tanong is, will you live the life of, in this chair, 
is when you live the life of commitment. Sabinmo commitment. This is where you are a believer and disciple. Ibig sabihin disciple, a follower. You're an ongoing learner from the Lord. Is Jesus not only your, your belief, pero He's your life. Na sumusunod ka sa Kanya. Sinurender, sinukomo ng buhay mo kay Jesus. It's, this is the one na sasabihin na katulad ni Joshua, I commit, I will serve the Lord. And my family, we will serve the Lord. Hindi lang sa Sunday, pero sa buong buhay ko, I will serve. That's a chair of commitment. Itong chair na isa, this is a chair of compromise. See? You can move here and pwedeng sumangayon doon sa iyong uh, faith kay God. Kasi Christ, by paper, Christian ka. Baka yun din ang nakalagay sa birth certificate mo. Christian. Katoliko, whatever. But you are, you, you embrace yung teachings ng galing sa parents. Or galing sa mga dating leaders mo. And you are a part of the culture. Itong mga generation na mga anak nila Joshua and that next generation, sila yung mga talagang lumaki sa godly home. Lumaki sila na may mga awit sa church. Alam nila yung lyrics. Alam nila mag, magsalita na Amen. Hallelujah. Alam nila yung mga lingo. So, kaya nilang sum, sum, sumabay sa faith. Pero, may wheels eh. May compromise. Kasi, minsan, gusto ko rin na maki, pakikisama ba? Pakikisama sa mga kaibigan ko na kahit hindi sila good influence. Pero pakikisama lang. Sa Sunday, nandun ka. Balik ka sa faith. Pero sa ibang araw, nakikihalo-bilo. Yung values mo, hindi solid. Depende sa situation. Oo, nag-obey ka kay Jesus kapag gusto mo. Pero once na merong pinapagawa ng Diyos sa'yo na hindi mo gusto, pwede kang mag-compromise ng iyong convictions. Andito ka na lang parang half sa third chair. Pero dito ka sa comfortable place na baka sanay ka na masyado or too familiar ka sa mga himala ng Diyos. Baka sa daming nangyari, daming mo nakita, al- dami mong alam patungkol sa Diyos. Baka ma- hindi ka na impressed about the mercies of God which are new every morning. Maaring hindi ka na, 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 na nagwa-wow sa daming na mga kasalanan na pinatawad ng Diyos. Sa iyo na parang naging entitled, naging parang wala lang self-centered, imbis na humble and thankful, yung mga, yung mga Israelites na itong generation, sila ay nakatikim ng fruitful and good land without any struggle. Unlike yung Joshua generation, they had to fight for it. Naranasan nila na pag yung, yung pait na buhay na nagiging slave sila, ito, malaya sila, pinanganak sila na comfortable na eh. Andun na yung faith. 
but they became second chair. And the third chair people, these were the people na hindi committed, hindi rin compromising, sila yung contra. Ito yung mga genera- itong tao nito is contra kasi nagre-resist ng offer ni God na makipag-relation with Him as your Lord. Itong mga tao na hindi gets kung bakit yung mga iba committed kay God. Parang hindi ko nakaka-relate. Pag sinabi ng mga Christian friends na I give my tithes and offerings, sila kontra. Bakit ganon? Ano ba yan? Parang, ano, palay pera. They, they think you're crazy. Pag nagkukumit ka na maglingkod sa Diyos, they think you're crazy. Makanong sahod mo? Ay, hindi nila naiintindihan. Sila yung kontra. Hindi sila mismo nag-respond sa alok ng love ni God at hindi sila Hindi pa sila tumanggap ng regalo ng kaligtasan. So, it says over in Second uh, Timothy chapter 3, verse 5, itong mga tao nito, they will go to church, yes, but they won't really believe anything they hear, nor will they let its power change them. So, ito yung tao na second chair, and I hope that if you're sitting in the second chair today, I hope, hindi ka mag-slide closer sa third chair. I hope you will end up in the first chair. Because this person, yung tao sa first chair, they had personal relationship with God. A personal relationship na kung saan it was real. It was a real relationship. They knew God personally. Kasi naranasan nila yung grace niya, yung mercies niya. They knew they were slaves, sinners, lost. Pero naranasan nila, nakatikim sila ng talagang forgiveness ni God. So they had a relationship with God. You write that down. And they knew God. But the people in the second chair, itong next generation, they had a religion with God. Just a religion lang. About this, I'm, my religion, yeah, I'm Christian. So parang niyakap nila na I accept, I accept I'm a Christian. So they have the religion and they know about God. They know about God. But though people in the third chair, they don't have religion. They have rejection of God. They reject the Lord and they do not know Him. Kasi kung kilala mo talaga kung sino si God, He's altogether lovely. Ang bait ni God. Ang bait na talaga. Kung alam mo lang kung anong ugali niya, kung anong motibo niya para sa'yo, kung alam mo lang, not what somebody misrepresented God sa'yo, pero yung kung kilala mo talaga yung puso ng Diyos, kung kaano ka-sacrificial ang love niya sa'yo, there's no way na hindi mo siya in, may in love ka talaga. You would be so amazed. But these people, they, they never knew God. Kaya if you don't know someone, you don't trust them. Magtitiwala ka sa taong na hindi mo kilala? Hindi. And if you don't trust someone, hindi mo talaga na mag-oobey. Hindi ka susunod sa taong na hindi mo trust. Right? So that's the people in this chair. So the people, the first chair, they believe and follow. 
believe and follow Jesus. The generation of second chair people, they believe, but have, they only selectively follow. Okay, selectively follow. Ibig sabihin, namimili. Namimili kung anong gusto nilang obey. Uh, sige, church, Sunday, okay, um, bakanti naman ako. Kaya pag may time, mag-church, church pa ako kasi may time. Kung may extra ako, magbibigay ako dyan sa box. Kasi may extra naman eh. Pero kung once na ipinapagawa ng Diyos sa'yo, no, something na hindi mo gusto, patawarin mo ang asawa mo. Hindi ko kayang gawin yun. You know, live a, a life of purity in your mind and in, with your body. Honor God. Okay, I believe that, but I believe it. Yeah, tama. Amen, brother. Ito yung mga tao na depende kung anong inuutos, kung anong utos ng Diyos, they could compromise and go away from the Lord, but they still believe, but they only follow kung anong gusto nila. And the people who live in this chair, this generation, they do not believe and do not follow the Lord. Mga kapatid, saan ka ba dyan? Saan ba kayo dyan? It says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21, sabi ni Jesus, Not everyone who calls me their Lord will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father. It only takes one generation to cut the flow of faith. Joshua's generation served the Lord, pero yung susunod na generation did not wholeheartedly, no? They got, nagmana sila sa religion, pero with their generation, it cut. Hindi nila pinas on sa kanilang mga apo. And you might be, maybe pinanganak ka sa family na third chair people. Or maybe pinanganak ka sa Family na, your parents were second chair. Hindi ko alam. Pero it only takes one person, you, to start a new trend. You can start a new trend. Today, bago ka umalis dito sa hall nito, you could be in the first chair. Pwedeng, pwedeng kang umupo. Because we don't come here with our efforts. We come here. It's not a, this is not a promotion. This is a decision. It's a decision. You know, uh, meron kaming ni Bambi. We have an 11-year-old son. And we're trying our very best to bring Zion not to be a second chair believer. Ang nice po namin ni Bambi is magiging first chair believer. That he will, for himself, hindi dahil nagmana siya, hindi dahil anak siya ng pastor, hindi dahil nakikiride on lang siya sa aming faith, but I want na, for him own self, in his own mind, magpapasya siya na, I wanna sit with God, I wanna follow God for the rest of my life, yung relationship na tunay, and I know that God is real and available. And I hope every one of you will do that. And we cannot decide para kay Zion. We can be our, a good example. We can teach him. We can role model. 
Pero bawat isa sa atin dito, kahit anong family background mo, kahit anong naranasan mo sa da- every person here, you have to make your own decision. Where you will sit with God. Where will you, what status, what standing, ano ba ang pakikipag-ugnayan mo sa Diyos? It's a decision na personal that you have to make. Kaya, in your notes there, I want you to write this down. This is an application sa atin ngayon. Make that decision to personalize your faith, or let's say your relationship and trust in God. Personalize. Minsan may, may bigay sa akin na shirt, polo shirt, long sleeve pa, na yung dito sa sleeve, may andun na yung initials. T-L-W, Timothy Lee Warden. It was a shirt personalized for me. Halatang hindi galing sa ukay-ukay. It was really personalized. Sino sa inyo mahilig sa second-hand clothes? Yeah? You like to wear... Gusto ko yung ganun eh, kasi maganda eh. Tsaka nakakamura, and then, ano siya, yung iba maganda pa, parang bago pa. So, Okay lang yung second-hand na damit. Pero sino sa inyo mahilig sa second-hand face mask? Okay ba yan? Sino sa inyo mahilig sa second-hand na pagkain? Ibig sabihin na binalik sa mesa. Si Kadiri, di ba? Hindi, hindi natin masasatisfied sa second-hand faith. Yung faith ni mama, faith ni auntie, faith ni lolo. Hindi. Kailangan personal. First-hand encounters with God. So, I want you to become a carrier of the Lord. You know, when, when, when you receive Jesus, pag pinapasok mo siya sa puso mo, you become a carrier. Alam mo yung, yung mga taong na may disease, di ba? Nakasakit, tapos may disease, nag-test positive or what. Ang tawag doon sa kanila, carrier. Tapos minsan, ang tawag sa kanila, spreader. Super spreader. So, but with the Lord, it's not a disease. It's hindi siya bad. It's good. It's to be a carrier and a super spreader of the Lord. I hope that you will be a carrier and get to know God intimately for yourself. You know, mag-invest ka sa relationship mong personal kay Lord. How do you do that? Well, read the Bible personally. Hindi lang yung parang teaching ni pastor tuwing Sunday. This is not enough. Hindi ka magiging first chair believer just because nakakarinig ka ng teaching ko. You need to read the Bible personally and hear God personally and directly for yourself. You need to hear His voice patungkol sa decisions mo. You need to follow His instructions kung anong sabi niya sa iyo. Talk to Him personally. Hindi yung puro laging, Pastor, pray for me. Or if we pray here na sumasangayon ka sa utak mo, you gotta talk to Him personally. Because He loves you personally. He doesn't just love church members, He loves you. For God so loved the world, but it's really God so loved you. 
He wants a relationship with you personally. So personalize your relationship with God and your trust in God. Are you willing to do that? Seek God for yourself. Ask His guidance and watch how God will work in your life. So, sa ating pagtatapos ng message nito, there's a challenge, okay? A invitation para sa ating lahat. If you are in this chair, and I hope, I know some of you, many of you, ay nakaupo sa first chair. Ang invitation ni Lord sa iyo is to recommit. Recommit. You can renew your vows. And this is a vow to God. Recommit yourself sa Kanya. In Luke chapter 9, verse 23, sabi ni Jesus, uh, crowds of people, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Hello? Your own way of living. And take up your cross daily. It's not a one-time decision. Every day. You make the decision if you're going to follow God's way or compromise and do your own way. Every day. Sabina, take that cross daily and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, if I don't take care of me, nobody will take care of me. You know, I want the good life. I want to better my life. I want a more Higher, whatever, reputation, salary, opportunities. Sabini Jesus, if you're trying to hang on to your life, He says, I promise you will lose it. You actually will lose out on the very life na gustong gustong mo. Gusto mo talaga ng good life? Who, who of you wants a good life? They want a better life. The good life is living in chair one. Not the life of compromise, living in chair two. But if you are the one na masasabi mo, I think, natamaan ako sa message nito, parang ako ay nandito sa second chair. And maybe someone here today nagsasabi na, to be honest, ang buhay ko, ang faith ko, ang commitment ko kay God, parang... Dito. Sometimes I follow God, but many times I turn my back to God and follow my own way, what I want. But I believe, I believe, yes, I pray, but my lifestyle is compromising because I still don't totally trust the Lord. With all of my heart. Here's the invitation ni Lord say, hindi siya galit sa'yo. But His invitation for you is, repent. Repent. It means to change your mind. Repent is not a bad thing. It's a golden opportunity. In Mark chapter 1 verse 15, it says, repent, change your mind, and believe the gospel. The gospel means good news. Believe that first chair commitment with God is the best life. Sabi ni Jesus, ako ang daan 
katotohanan at buhay. So, recalibrate. Ito mga kapatid, please, make a choice today to repent. Change your mind. Recalibrate. Hayan mo si Lord mag-reprogram. Let God reprogram and reformat your hard drive. And upgrade your operating system to His way, His will. Sabi sa Zechariah chapter 1 verse 3, this is what the Lord of Heaven's army says. Return to me, and I will return to you. Alam mo yung Hebrew word return? It means coming back to a place or a condition, an activity that naranasan mo dati. God wants you and me. Kung nagdrift away, rebellion, wrong decisions, He wants us na to repent of any sins, any selfishness, pride, at bumalik sa Kanya, to that place na wholehearted ang obedience natin, wholehearted ang devotion and commitment sa Kanya. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 15 says, if you hear God's voice today, don't be stubborn as you were in the past. You know, Don't be stubborn when you turned against God. So if you are in this chair, nah, you just don't know the Lord. Maaring walang, walang effect sa'yo ng mga ganitong teaching or preaching. Parang, I just can't wait for lunch. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Maaring nandito ka sa chair nito and you just don't have yung connection sa Diyos except alam mo about God pero hindi ka talagang hindi mo feel na I, I, I'm His child. Well, listen to me. Kung sino mang tumanggap sa Kanya kay Jesus naniwala at tumanggap sa Kanila na ibigay ng karapatan ng Maging anak ng Diyos. You can become not a slave, but a child of God. Dahil sa dugo ni Jesus, sa kanyang sacrifice, ang alok ng Diyos sa'yo is receive. That's the word. The word is to receive Jesus. Receive Him. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2 says, God says, in the time of my favor, I heard you. you know, God's listening right now. Kung nais mong tanggapin si Jesus, God is listening. In the time of my favor, I heard you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. The right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. Kaya kung andedito ka ngayon, it's not too late to make a change. It's not too late to make a course correction. And Romans chapter 10 verse 13 says, Whoever... Whoever calls on the Lord will be saved. Sabi ko sa anak ko, kasi sabi niya, I don't hear God. I don't know. Sabi ko, edi tawagan mo siya. Huh? Akala niya, ibig sabihin, cell phone. Call. I said, I'll give you God's phone number. Gulat siya. May phone number pala si God. So, well, it's just a joke, but it's J333. Yan ang number ni God. Jeremiah 33.3, ang phone number ni God. It says this, it says, call me. Everybody do like that, you know, call me. Sabi ng Diyos, call me and I will answer you. 
and show you great and powerful deeds that you have not known. Sa New American Standard, sabi niya, it's beyond the reach of your knowledge. I will reveal myself to you. So where will you sit with God today? Will you come and sit in a chair of commitment? A chair where you know God and follow Him. Na si Jesus ay hindi lang tagapagligtas. Kasi tagapagligtas niya yung mga nakaupo sa second chair. Jesus is their Savior too. Pero He's not the Lord. When you sit here, He's the Savior and the Lord. Ang ibig sabihin, Lord, He is your decision maker. He's your boss. Will you commit, recommit, or receive the Lord today? Manalangin tayo. Lord, we just come to you right now with our hearts crying out for you. Ayon sa iyong pangako that whoever calls on your name will be saved. That if we use our mouth to say Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that you raised Christ from the dead, kami po ay maliligtas. Ayon sa pangako mo, Lord, tinatanggap na namin yung alok mo na salvation. Jesus, come into my life. Come on, if you need to say that prayer, you say it with me. Jesus, come into my life. Be my Savior and my Lord. You are the decision maker, the boss, and the king of my life. So, Lord, today we, prove, we just choose, we don't refuse, we choose to sit in this chair. And, Lord, I say, on behalf of the Warden family, as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord, no matter what the cost. No matter what the, because we know you have the future. Ikaw ang nakakita ng future. Ikaw ang nakakaalam na kung anong best. So, Lord, we surrender our will and our ways to follow your will and your ways forever and all of the days that we can in our life. Be our guide and let us experience personally that relationship, the relationship where we taste your grace and depend on your mercy. And experience your love and forgiveness and become more and more like you, Jesus. Amen and amen. All right. God bless you guys.